This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. How do we encourage Canadians to be more willing to be organ donors? How do we get Canada's organ donation rate higher than it is? And every year, more Canadians get added to these uh, donation wait lists. And a lot of people end up dying on those wait lists. Now, you could find ways of compensating living donors, for example. That might be one way of, of addressing that side of it. But there have been a, a long time there have been calls for an opt-out system. And in the UK, they are on the verge of making that change. And the BBC today plans to change the rules on organ donation consent in England have cleared the final hurdle in Parliament. The legislation will be known as Max and Cura's Law after a boy who received a heart transplant and the girl who donated it. Under the new system, which comes into effect next year, consent will be presumed unless people have opted out. Currently, there is a voluntary opt-in scheme. What's interesting, though, in Wales, they've had presumed consent since uh, December of 2015. Maybe not surprisingly, organ donation consent rates in Wales are now the highest in the UK at 75%. So England's moving in this direction. Should Canada... Ultimately, the decision would still be that of the individual when it comes to being an organ donor. But if we had an opt-out system rather than opt-in, would we have donation rates that are far higher? So joining us to talk about whether we should follow uh, England's lead and Wales' lead as well. Pleased to welcome to the program Michael Ravenhill, who is uh, CEO of the David Foster Foundation, davidfosterfoundation.com. Michael, thank you so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. When we look at the question of organ donation in Canada, uh, what, what is the concern about our, our status quo? Are enough Canadians signing up to be organ donors? You know, that's a great question. Right now, um, Canada has one of the worst organ donor registration rates in all developing countries. And for a country um, such as Canada, which is such a great country, we have so much going for us and we are blessed in so many ways for us to have a organ donor registration rate, which is about 14% nationwide, um, you know, it's, it's just a real travesty. And we need to find a way that we can improve those numbers because, you know, we're, we're having too many people waiting on that transplant list and dying. You know, we had 1,600 Canadians that were added to the transplant list just last year alone and over 4,500 Canadians that are waiting. And uh, just over 200 people died last year. And that doesn't really need to happen. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, either people want to be organ donors or, or they don't, but should we assume that in, in a country like Canada, a country with an opt-in system, that everybody who has not signed that donor card does not want to be? Or do you think Canadians just don't know, they don't think about it, they don't take the time to do it? You know, that's a great question. I think it really comes down to is when, when you look at the, the bigger broad stroke here, it's public education. It's programs to pe- help people understand. There's too many myths in our in our um, 
in our minds about what happens if we are a registered organ donor, if we're not, um, if we opt out, um, or if we're into an opt-in program or opt-out program. And it really comes down to public education and awareness of the need to become a registered organ donor and what happens when I am a registered organ donor, um, what changes and what doesn't change. It really, you know, you take a look at Spain and, and Croatia and some of these European countries that have done it, um, they really stand up and say, why the difference? It was education. They put in programs to make people um, aware of the importance of it, but then educate them. We all want to make our own decision, and that's really important. And so I think, you know, a lot of the fear is when you get into a program such as um, the opt-out um, and people feel like they're being pressured to do something. Well, you need to have choice, and we truly believe that choice is important here. But an education helps us make a decision, and I think that's really where it comes down to. You know, more than 90% of uh, people in Austria uh, donate their organs because they had a very intense uh, education program. Same with Spain. They put a lot of time and effort into um educating the people of the country to understand the importance and the need to save lives. And that's really what right. it comes down to. Yeah, and I mean, you know, even if we don't change our system, I mean, that, that kind of thing could go a long way. More education or even just making it easier for people to, to become mm-hmm. organ donors. And in some provinces, <laughs> it's, it's more difficult than others. Oh, it sure is. And, you know, that's one of the biggest things that um, has made it hard in our country. We don't have a national organ donor system um, or registration system yet. Um, And that is something that is much needed in our country. We have every province has their own registry uh, and their ways to register. In some some provinces, you would have uh, your driver's license and others would be your medical card and others would be just signing up um, on a website or through an organization. If we could, as a country, come together and find a system that would work um, for the entire country to help us um, have one organ donor registration system, I know we would be better off and uh, many lives would be saved. What about the families? I, I think part of it is that, you know, after someone has passed away, what, what it means for the family members and, and laying mm-hmm. that loved one to rest and, and maybe the idea that you know, we're just going to be you know, picking people apart and taking the heart, taking the liver, taking the kidney, taking it all, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I've had uh, the opportunity to sit with many families um, that have donated their uh, loved one's organs. And I can tell you one of the things that they have said time and time again to me is thank you. Thank you for giving us um, a sense of, um, well, I guess the better word would be they're thanking us because um, they were able to give um, a part of their loved one's organs to somebody else to help them live when their loved one had passed away. So in their darkest hour of their life, um, they were able to shed light and give life to someone else. And they've said that that is the one thing they hold on to, knowing that their loved one who died was able to give somebody life or improve life. Because yeah. one body and one person can save up to eight lives and improve the life of up to 75 people. And if you think about the impact that that has, one of the, the, the big thing that sticks to in my mind is, I was with a a family that actually said to me, that's what they hold on to every time that their mind moves into the the sadness of losing their loved one. They think of the lives that their loved one actually saved. 
So if, if Canada were to make this change, I guess it would have to be essentially 10 separate changes, right? It would be up to each province to change this? Well, that, that's a good question. I mean, it comes to if it was a national um, mandate or a national initiative, of course, it comes from the federal government. But, um, you know, the, the groundswell, I guess, is when people start to look at other countries and, and when we see need, people dying needlessly across our country here, um, a lot of people just don't know. It really comes down to how can we do a better job in each one of our provinces and from the federal government and the provincial governments to educate the public on the need and the importance to become a registered organ donor and what that really can mean. Because one day somebody could be saving our own lives just because of that. All right. Well, we'll see what comes of this. Uh, it's going to be, I, I think, a significant change in England. Uh, more at davidfosterfoundation.com. Michael, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.